I'm Christine Russo, and you're listening to What Just Happened on MarketScale. Hi, I'm Christine Russo. Welcome to What Just Happened. Today, we have Scott Case. Scott is Vice President of Corporate Social Responsibility and Sustainability at the NRF. Welcome, Scott. Hi, Scott. Welcome. Thank you. So let's start with just, uh, we have a lot to cover, so, and we don't have that much time um, because this is a huge topic. We're still seeing these horrible videos of, of piles and piles and piles of, of apparel merchandise being burned. Um, so there's a lot to do. Where are your thoughts on that? Is it improving? Is it stagnant? Is it, we're still unpacking it and getting our hand, the, the industry is getting their hands around like, kind of what to do and where to go. Uh, What's your opinion on on all of the things that you see here and partake in? Wow. So kind of big picture, industry, retail, making tremendous progress, still not fast enough. I think the overall average is one of of tremendous progress. That's amazing. That's that's very positive news. Um, That's great. I'm excited, but we still have a lot of work to do. What we're seeing is this interesting shift is more and more retailers are are jumping in to kind of find ways they can help. But it seems like retailers take, you know, 10 steps forward, but the understanding of the issues is like another 100 steps forward. Retailers are beginning to see that um, because the consumers are beginning to see it. Right. And because there's an interesting generational shift happening in executive leaderships across all industries, including retail, and so what we're seeing are a new generation of, of leaders who have kind of grown up with a different framework about how the world works and the interconnectedness of all of these issues. And so what we're really seeing is kind of organizational change and transformation inside of retail and all of the industries that support retail. I think the one thing I've really learned is part of the National Retail Federation. So the trade association for all retailers, all aspects of all retail, right? What the one piece I've learned there is there are systemic problems. There are lots of people, systemic economic problems, lots of people finding their pieces. The one thing we've all discovered is that we're gonna have to collaborate. Um, so it's a huge collaboration exercise to learn, like steal good ideas from the food service sector. How does that apply to fashion? How does that apply to electronics? And so there's this massive kind of understanding that we're all facing remarkably similar challenges with uh, nuanced differences, but that a lot of the solutions that are emerging look similar. So it's deeper understanding of incredibly complex supply chains. It's better data and metrics and sharing that up and down these kind of supply chains. It's new business models that consumers will accept. Um, And so it's, it's kind of, you basically are juggling a thousand balls at once, knowing that some are gonna drop, but knowing there's thousands of other people also trying to help you juggle those balls. Right, what I can see the different challenges in sustainability. And again, it becomes like a game of whack-a-mole is you've got the a lot of pushback, a lot of issues on packaging, obviously. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole issue to deal with. Then there's resources, water and petroleum. So there's a whole yep. school there. 
Then there's oversupply, which is really the poster child of sustainability, but it's really not the only thing as I'm kind of laying out for you, but right. the oversupply. And then there's materiality, microplastics and et cetera. And there's more. You left out at least 60 others just in the fashion space. So that's the point, right? So you have upwards of like 70 different challenges. So, you know, it's like um, a Marvel movie. You're fighting like an entire um, galaxy of bad guys. And obviously the more bad guys there are, the harder to win by definition it is. Obviously you have mini wins, et cetera. So how does the industry handle it? How should they handle it? What you've identified are some of the biggest challenges that retail executives are struggling with right now. Even in just the fashion space, some retailers are like, well, we can influence and have the most leverage over this piece. Maybe it's the kind of materials that are used, um, or maybe it's the, um, the, the way workers are treated in different factories. Some will be focusing on materials, some will be focusing on uh, recyclability, others will be focusing on circular economy, others will be focusing on, let's go all the way to the raw materials phase. And from the outsider, it looks like chaos. There's complexity theory in the retail sector, in more specifically just the fashion art of the retail sector. For sure. I was at a uh, conference in Seattle last week that was all focused just on the circular economy. Oh, really? Um, yeah, there were tons of retailers there, absolutely amazing conversations. The challenge is even among the solution providers, they're all focusing on a tiny narrow piece of the puzzle. Which is why my question was in the in more fairly narrow because I'm 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 more entrenched in the solution side and each one has picked their own little piece of it a lot of resale a ton of resale solutions yeah uh, it's it's funny like when i see these the vendors and they get really excited and i i get excited as well but i get they they get so excited because they've they've solved the problem but when I look at what they're offering. They've solved a tiny piece of the problem. I noticed, for example, Ralph Lauren has a uh, head of sustainability, and I'm sure there are sustainability departments across many of the largest retailers. Oh, absolutely. Those are my people. I love them. Um, in the same vein, there are innovation departments in a lot of retail organizations. Here comes the bad part. I have a theory that uh, those are ineffective departments. They become information exchange departments. So they gather information. They're given the task of find out what's going on. And I'm I'm using both because I'm very well entrenched in the innovation side. And I think it applies right. to sustainability as well. Retailers are in the business of making something and selling it. And everything else that doesn't do that is like an is an outlier department in a retailer. So you know it's there and you need it but like it's really not at the very core of producing or getting, gathering and selling of goods, right? Let's just talk about that. And the whole organization, retail organizations are entirely structured around the movement of product. So you have planning, buying, designing, uh, quality control, production for supply chain. It's all 
everyone wakes up every day and the thing they think about is this thing, this hat that I'm gonna sell. So if you have a separate department for innovation and a separate department for sustainability, how do you interweave those things into the actual P&L holding departments in the, in the organization that are, that are evaluated on that P&L and make a decision every day to make and move those goods? This is why I love talking with you, Christine. We are shifting massively, really large, massive organizations. It's still an organizational change process. So people joke about, oh, we're building the airplane while we're flying it. What we're really doing is turning a ship into an airplane that requires a completely different redesign, rethink, et cetera. Now, how are we busting open stovepipes inside the big companies? It is the sustainability people and it is the innovation people. And here's the magic trick. The magic trick is sustainability people do not fit in a box. They do not fit in a stovepipe. When you look at the retailers that are doing this well, the sustainability people are basically professional cat herders. Their job is, think about it as an ecosystem. They are the butterflies, the bumblebees. They are the pollinators. They are the ones that flit through an organization and sprinkle little magic sustainability dust that says, what about this? What about this? What I learned quickly when I joined the National Retail Federation, what I learned quickly is some of my own colleagues thought sustainability fit in a box. Oh, you're the guy that's going to talk about recycling. You're the guy that's going to talk about waste. You're going to, no, I don't want to talk to my sustainability peers in the retail sector. I want to help my sustainability peers in the retail sector have better conversations with the chief merchants, with the supply chain officers, with the financial executives, with the CEOs, with the board, et cetera. So a successful meeting is when I, as a sustainability person, gets into an NRF meeting of all the chief financial officers to talk about sustainability, or when I'm brought into a meeting of the logistics professionals or the supply chain people or the merchants to talk about sustainability. Because I know that my peers inside of the retailers are also struggling to get the attention of those same people. And we're doing it, one, there is some changing of minds. There's changing technology, which makes all of this easier and newer, more um, dynamically interconnected group of, of executives exist. Yeah. So it's an easy litmus test, right? You find out whether people are hierarchical thinking or whether they're systemic thinkers. And the systemic thinkers are taking over the retail sector. And systemic thinking is the key to unlocking sustainability solutions. So would you agree that the organization needs to be restructured then? Because what you're saying is what I believe also is happening in technology and innovation. Technology solutions are interdepartmental from those stovepipes. So are sustainability solutions. As is, right, which is why I am, and I'm happy to hear that, there, that there's a new thinking going on. But when you sit at your desk and do your work and you have that P&L and you build your team, you may be a systemic thinker and you may have those conversations, but how is it measured? How does it matter? Right. How is it 
accountable. I think people are beginning to say, hey, wait a minute, sustainability benefits my part of the business too. And it can benefit your part of the business. And so this idea of like a sustainability director that's a traffic cop controlling it all doesn't work. I believe sprinkling the dust means you embed the people because um, it's like- and I think we agree. I think what I'm trying to embed are the ideas- We agree. To embed systemic thinking in the people rather than assuming I just need to have a sustainability police person next to everyone in the company to make sure we all think about sustainability. Okay, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, we we do agree. And that's very that's a better way to do it, obviously. So let's say you take everyone in, on your entire team and they all become sustainability contributors. 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 Yeah. That's a lot more powerful than like, hey, let's put a narc in there and make sure. <laughs> the sustainability narc. <laughs> Retail is about constant change, constant innovation, constant consumer focus. And I think this new focus on um, systemic, interconnected sustainability across all aspects, the people, the planet, the profit, all of that is changing retail. And change is always messy and it's bubbly and sometimes it sucks. And sometimes people do stupid things. And then other times people are like, aha, I found a solution. And at National Retail Federation, we get to play in the space of helping people connect what's working and not working. It's a system of continual improvement. Um, and I think that's what you know addressing sustainability is gonna require is that these systems of continual improvement are also incorporating these sustainability considerations. Detail works best when the organization is, is one that focuses on continual improvement to meet the needs of the consumer. Feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn or others. Uh, I'm fairly easy to find on LinkedIn, um, but NRF is facilitating so many different conversations about sustainability across so many different aspects of the retail industry uh, it's a huge, it's a great party and everyone should come. That sounds wonderful, Scott. Thank you so much. Thank you, Christine.